coming to you from the wild, wild western side of SA, San Antonio. We're the Smoking Guns Podcast. I'm Philip Higginbotham. I'm here, as always, with Leo Yamas. Hey, guys. I guess I'm going to have to actually unmute you. Unmute? Yeah, 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 there you go. Hey, guys, now they can hear me saying hi. Yeah. Nobody needs to hear anybody but me. We all I know, know that. We all know that. Yeah. We also have R.C. Woods. R.C., how you doing? Good. How are you? You need to touch your microphone up. It's like pointed down. Is it pointing down? Yeah. Not, that's oh. not the microphone. Right. There we go. How's that? that uh, and we have special guests with us in the studio yet again. Uh, last time we had Coach Tony Hernandez. This that's time right. we have the ownership um, or, or part of the ownership. We're going to get into all of that and how all that works. Um, we have Jason Torres. Hello, hello, hello. And what's your official... Um, title. Title with the team. Co-owner, founder, vice president. I run things. I, <laughs> I run things. Whatever, whatever you want. To I run things. That's what it says on his business card. I run That's things. all that. We've also got Hector Garcia. Hector, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. So here we are. Um, you have been doing media all over the place you've been on several podcasts none as cool as the smoking guns podcast i mean they're good like sweep the league is good um what's the other one that you guys did uh, friday night takeover pub sports pub, pub sports, sports. Pub sports yep. all guys we know all guys we like uh we're not here to start any kind of pop but you know podcasting uh beef we're not uh, no. Well, we got the cooler name. No. We do right. have we the do cooler have the cooler name. name. You have to admit that. We have to remain the neutral party. Oh. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Come on. You sure do. Understood. Can't um, say nothing. You actually, last week, you went out to a local radio station and cut an interview with them that's going to be playing soon. Yeah, we uh, we did an interview on 9.30 a.m. Uh, that's the station, and it'll air on the 16th at 10 p.m. Okay. Uh, so if we go all the way back to a year ago, okay, would you, and I told you this was where you were going to be sitting, that you were going to be sitting here with your own football team, um, negotiating all of these things that you're doing. Uh, would you believe me? Uh, me? Absolutely not. No. Okay. No, not a chance. What about you, Hector? Mm. Yes, I know. Yes, yes and no. I know. So when was this idea born? When was, you know what, we want to bring something to San Antonio to get San Antonio excited about San Antonio football. Where did that come from? So that, that's kind of your brainchild, right, Hector? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So where did that come from? So it's been a two-year two years project, honestly. Okay. Um, the passion as far as football comes, it's, it's always been there. I love football. I, I had the pleasure of playing it. You know, as far as high school, played it semi-pro, um, got a little bit of taste of the professional level, didn't go far Ooh, with it. That's a story we want to hear about. If you want <laughs> no, 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 that's no. not a story. When I say short, it's short. <laughs> um, but no, uh, all seriousness, uh, it's, it's always been my passion. It's always been a dream of mine. Uh, just, I guess... Just waiting for the right time. Sure. You know, every year that I was thinking about it or just trying to, I guess, better yet, like you said, it just a dream. We still had professional teams at the moment. And uh, not saying I was happy that the commanders, you know, didn't make it through. Well, not them, but the league. Uh, I think that's when everything just started to say, you know what, I, this is the right time. I have to take advantage of this. 
Yeah, because, uh, I mean, you know, and anybody's, most of the people listening to our show know that we were super involved on the commander side oh, of things. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so if I had walked away, if I already had that, that dream or that idea in my mind and I walked away from the Alliance experience, I would have said, this was not a league, this, this was not a San Antonio failure at all. No, Like it San wasn't. Antonio it wants wasn't. football, and that became obvious. If you didn't know it before, the AAF, proved it yeah, um, that sure. this is a, a football town and, and we deserve professional football here. So if I had already had that idea in my mind, like you say, uh, like you did, then after watching that collapse and going, this wasn't about San Antonio, no. San Antonio was the thing that worked about all of that. There were a couple of them. Orlando was good. San Diego was good, but San Antonio was the crown jewel mm-hmm. of the Alliance of American football, which is funny because we were the last market in i don't know if you know that whole story but we were the last market in it was us or st louis which by the way was a great market for the xfl as well um but they almost didn't come to san antonio at all and it turned out we were the crown jewel of that league um so what is that what made you decide to just pull the trigger is that where you said this needs to happen this needs to happen now well i have owned some of our professional teams in the past okay so I was 21 years old when I first took a shot at it. I'm like, you know what? I, I want to try to do this. But I was a planer owner. So I was owning the team, plus I was still being – I was still a player. I was participating as, as a player. Um, so I came up with the San Antonio Stallions, semi-professional football team. Um, again, I, I, I just been very lucky ever since. You know, I always meet the right people. I always have the right people around me for some reason, or I find them or they find me. Um, so I did get involved with that team. I had two great mentors. I really did. I was young, and I had a, a, a amazing person uh, called Edward Scamilla. Uh, great, great individual, great person, great man. He, he's been doing he – he owned teams prior to joining that organization at that time. Uh, and then I met another great gentleman by the name of Daryl Ogletree. Now, he had the business mentality. So that was another great piece to the puzzle. He taught me as far as how to approach businesses, as far as to get sponsors. Mm-hmm. It's just a different aspect. I was getting it, how to run the team, Edward Scamilla. Then I was getting run, hey, this is how you're going to run the team business-wise. Team-wise, business-wise, and it, it, it was awesome. Um, right next year, I, I think it was 20, I want to say it was 20. 2010, 2011, um, Edward Scamilla, he went a different direction, and I was stayed, I, I stayed with Daryl Ogletree, and we said, you know what, let's, let's change the mood. Let's, let's change our, our name. And so we did. We became the San Antonio's Lone Star, Lone Star Stallions, I'm sorry, the Lone Star Stallions. And uh, again, uh, we had a great season. It was fun. Uh, but right after that year, I took a break. I think I was maybe four years out of the semi-pro world and stuff like that. And again, it always happens. I tried to literally, I tried to push myself out of it. I, I, I did what I could to like, no, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then as soon as I start seeing NFL, the arena, sure. I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I want to do it again. And at that time, I think I was 25, 26 now. So I'm like, yeah, I still, I'm still young. I, I can still play. So sure enough. Uh, there was uh, a team called the Ovalid Trojans run by, he was being, uh, the owner was a 
owner and head coach was uh, Adam Cruz. Outstanding coach, outstanding man. His team was a powerhouse. Mm -hmm. And I remember because we played against him at one point, and he just destroyed us. Mm. Uh, but with that being said, uh, I put a little bug in his ear. I say, hey, look, why don't we – I have still guys that I'm connected with that still want to come and play for me. I know you have guys that still want to play for you. Why don't we just try to bring it, bring it together? So I literally traveled to Uvalde. We sat down. I think it was, where did we go? It was a restaurant. I, I forgot. Was but it Habies? No. <laughs> no, maybe. I don't know. I, I used to live in Uvalde for two years. That's why. It was it like was, downtown? Was, yes, it was downtown. It, it, might was, it was something. Yeah. It's a downtown Uvalde? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a hot spot. Yeah. Don't let it fool you. Yeah. So, again, we, we sat down and we had a great conversation. And, um, again, he was another mentor. Uh, we became the uh, Alamo City Cowboys. And, uh, man, that year was the best year. Um, so, yeah, we, we went all the way to the semifinals, and unfortunately we lost to the Corpus Christi Bone Crushers. Uh-oh. We would have won that game, we would have gone to the championship. Okay. And then we saw who they were playing. We're like, oh, my God, we beat them, like, twice during the season. Mm. So it was, uh, it was one of those. Uh, sure. I hate when that happens. <laughs> oh, my God. It, was meant to, it, it wasn't meant to be. Um, but, again, if I could say that those three gentlemen within the, that span of my football career or owning teams, they're the main reason that I am where I am right now. Sure. I, I owe them so much respect because I wouldn't know the things I know now if I didn't got mentored by them. And I was, again, coming in 20, 21 years old. Right. I pitched an idea. That's what I did. I pitched an idea. Hey, sure. this is what I'm thinking about. What do you think? And they believed in me. They believed in me. Like, not once did they say, oh, no, you're, you're, you're too young, vice versa. It was sure. opposite. Let me see what you got. And we went from there. It, it's so now you go to take this next step into professional football because it's all semi-pro. Yes. You go to take this next step into professional football and wisely, I think, like I didn't know you and I, you know, but I think wisely you said, I'm not doing this alone. No. I'm going to gather some people around me. And one of the guys you immediately grab from the way I hear the story, maybe I'm wrong, is this guy sitting next to you. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> how did this happen? Like, how did you guys know each other? Like, how did this come about? Well, I know about Jason. We played against each other. He was in opposite teams within the semi-professional team. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, he was an outstanding player back in the days. He was. <laughs> was. Back in the days. Remember that? Back he in the was, days. He was, a, Small he, day. he was actually playing linebacker. Don't, uh, don't get too. Uh, he said was. <laughs> uh, yeah, after, after back problems and knee problems. Uh, yeah. So that takes a toll. It, just like me. I, I had my glory days. That's. Done and over with. Sure. I mean, put some pads on me. I'll probably give you competition. But other than that, no. Um, what position did you play? I was always uh, the strong safety, free safety. Okay. So, and then I, when I got it, played a offense, I was either re right receiver or running back. Never north-south guy. Sure. That I was always getting pitched out. Pitched out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. I see what you mean. <laughs> I'm not a biggest guy, so <laughs> it's okay. Um, well, the South Texas Rangers came into the picture. Uh, I'm a full-time Bear County deputy. Okay. So uh, I knew that. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it, so I wasn't going to no, bring no, it up. No, but now no, that you talk about no. it, so, that's awesome. And it's, it's part of the team I had. Sure. It's a public safety team. Mm -hmm. So 
whoever wanted to be part of the team had to be somewhere in the public safety, either doctor, nurse, police, fire, anything to do, but you had to be a public servant. Yep. That's where Jason falls in part. I was looking for players. He's like, hey, I'm a public servant. I'm more than happy to join your team. And, you know, we sat down and we talked and stuff like that. And, you know, he's like, I can't run like I used to, but I can block. (laughs) (laughs) I I literally said that I'll I'll just be a big fat body in the way I'll play (laughs) O-line. I have never played O-line ever in my career, but I'm like, let's give it a shot. Yeah. Sure. And he did great. Oh my, he did great. He, he did. I have video tape. Y'all want to see it? I have video. He, he played. Um, well, anyways, uh, unfortunately, the whole pandemic started and uh, our season got cut very short. Um, and then at, within that same time, I was like, I remember sitting down with uh, my fiance Adriana, and say, honey. Vet her on the show. Yep. Yeah. She's already yep. been on the show. Yeah, she has. She beat you onto the show. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. She did. No, she did. Outstanding. Um, but yeah, I remember sitting down with her and said, look, this has always been my passion. This has always been one of my dreams to, to at least pursue it. And I, I'm always, I'm a person that I rather try than move on forward and say, ah, I should have done it. Sure. I don't want to have no regrets. So, she, you know, she's, she's been very supportive, very supportive. I mean, I, I pitch her my ideas too, like anything else, like, right. you know, A, B, C, D, E. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, well, you can't do it by yourself. You just can't. I go, no, you, you're absolutely right. I can't do this by myself. But I do have a couple people in mind that I think they could be a great asset to us, to the organization and help. And uh, right away, Jason came in mind. And uh, just the way he, we were always able to communicate, very easygoing, yet very responsible. Sure. I knew his background. I loved it. Uh, not only that, he's been doing the whole football for what, how many years now? Uh, some between semi pro, um, 16, 17 years now. So I mean, my first year was was like two thousand two, two thousand three. So, gotcha. So yeah. I, I needed people that had the football image. Right. So that's where you know I, again it started with with a bitch. You know, I say, right. hey, do you have time to talk? He's like, yeah, sure. And you know, I'll let him. I'll let. By the way, that was at midnight. <laughs> yeah, so we've heard we've heard about a, like a late night phone call that really kind of started all this off a long late night phone call that started Those are when this the off. best ideas come like, that's the, true right yeah, they're born it, it late wasn't, at night it wasn't that uh, the idea part of it it was more of I was so nervous to tell him like hey you know I, I didn't want to get rejected like I, I didn't at that point I didn't have a plan B like what if he says no uh, you're out of your mind dude like I'm like okay now what do I do but it was the total opposite. He, right away, I mean, I think within the five, first 10 minutes, he was, okay, I'm going. What do we do? Like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't I know. Mean, it was way easier <laughs> than I thought it would be. Jason? I, th- I think I was sold on it when, uh, when he sent me, like, his rendering of the logo that he right. wanted for the team. Um, and I don't think he was set on a name, but he had mentioned Gunslingers. Right. And, uh, yeah, he, he sold me on it. Again, uh, going back on my past, I, I wanted to have my own semi-pro team. And I didn't think it was good timing when I wanted it. I was right. still um, new at the whole ownership idea. Uh, and at that time, I think I was coaching for the Hurricanes. I was the defensive coordinator. Speaking on Daryl Ogletree, the guy who mm-hmm. mentored him, he's the one that actually mentored me actually also uh, when it comes to coaching. 
So uh, he mentored me, and I was a defensive coordinator, and I wanted to, again, have my own semi-pro team. But, again, it, it was just timing. It didn't work out well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was just like, eventually I'll have it. Just now is not the time. Right. And so then, uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, and then he that night he just approached me about it, and uh, I was like, at first, in my head, I was like, really? Like, of all people, why, why me? Right. <laughs> because it was something he brought up. Literally a couple of weeks prior to, and he said, you know, I want, I have this venture that I'm thinking about, and, you know, I'd like to talk to you about it, and we never spoke about it until COVID hit. So who knows, probably even if we had a successful season, it wouldn't be, have been until then, right. you know, talking about it. So that's how pretty much that came about. So you had, you had plans mentally of, of a semi-professional organization and then you get approached on this idea, and now you're you're building a professional organization from the ground up. I mean, it's it's brand new. It's it's a project of your own making with your own sweat and tears and hands. You know how how is that how is that come across right now as far as what what you envisioned it being and what it's turned out to be? Um, again, it, man, I can't, I can't stress enough how like different it is night and day from what my initial expectation was to what it is now and what has become. Uh, one thing I told Hector, we were just talking about it before we went on the air is, you know, I said, Hey, once we start this Facebook page, can you imagine if we get like 600 likes? Like how, how cool <laughs> right. would that be? If we have a successful season and we play somewhere small, like a small venue and we go like six and four or five and five, I'll be like, all right, I'll, I'll feel accomplished. Like, yeah, that, that's cool. As sure. hell. And, uh, and here we are. Mm-hmm. We just celebrated a milestone. We're at 2,000 likes and followers. Woo-hoo. Right. Yep. Um, plus, we have the fan page, and uh, we're members of the San Antonio Chamber of Commerce, and, and we're striking deals with multiple corporations um, to start out this venture. And, yeah, so, again, it's it's very different from the initial expectation and what we thought was going to happen uh, just, you know, as early as four or five months ago to, to now. It's It's insane, the difference. So there are several people. Let's talk about the name in this logo a little bit. I know, Hector, you kind of dreamed these up. You kind of imagined these. Um, unbeknownst to you, it turns out, there was San Antonio Gunslingers before. And you, didn't, you didn't know that, did you? Nope. You had no idea. No, now, not at all. And, and <laughs> I was, I remember when, when he brought it up, Jason brought it up, I was so disappointed. I was like, I, I think we talked, I mean, I think I, I mentioned that once to y'all, and I'm like, we need to change it. We need to change it. He's like, no, it's, it's done. We have everything ready. Right. Everything's paid for, you know, trademark, <laughs> everything. We, we're going forward with them. Like, oh, my God. Like, I I was so frustrated just because I'm known to do my research. Right. But I was so confident that nobody had that. Like, I, I've, I've heard the Wranglers and all these right. other teams are like, all right, Gunslingers, it's, nobody has it. Nobody has so it. So as far as those people that are like, but what about trademark? The trademark for the San Antonio Gunslingers was free. It had been released by the time you guys came Correct, along. yeah, because I, I think the statute of limitations is something like uh, it has to be 10, 10 years. years after, like, the last time it's used. Sure. And I think the last time it was used was 1991. Was when it expired. Yeah, so and I'd that, say we're okay. And that was yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was several years after that yeah. league had folded too. Now, um, you let's talk about this name Gunslingers for a second because you've already seen it on social media, and so have I. You can't call a team the Gunslingers. <laughs> it's just 2020, and we're woke, and you can't call a team the Gunslingers. 
Um, so 10 years from now, we're going to have to call it the San Antonio football team while we choose a new name because... Oh, God. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I read one and said, oh, yes, we change our name to the San Antonio Slingshots. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. No, no, yeah. no. That's terrible. That's terrible. One thing I can say is it's not changing whatsoever under no circumstance, no matter what anyone says or how they feel about it. Um, our direction for that is affiliating itself with the old Wild Wild West. Sure. Yeah. Right. Simply that's it. There's there's no um, negative demeanor behind it. You know, it's it's just positive for I, us. I love it. the logo. In it's Texas. It's just, Let's talk about your logo for a second. It's great. It's the cowboy hat, uh, you know, the eyes up over the crossed guns. Mm-hmm. But there's a San Antonio gunslinger logo you could go grab. It's a spindly-legged uh, <laughs> guy from the USFL. You don't want that old logo no. that... That the old color scheme, the blue and the green and the silver. No, well, I I love to draw, so I got to respect the old art. I love it. I love it. But That makes one of us. I've got it on a shirt. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's an antique. I mean, I can't disrespect it. It, it, It happened. It's just now at this point is, I don't know, one, that too skinny. Yes. Right, that's Jerry what I said. Skinny. You ever seen Family Guy? Old Man Herbert? Right. That's what it looks Old like. Right. That's, a, that's what it's it looks like. It's not imposing, right? You got a weird mustache, a very flat cowboy hat. It's a very odd-looking logo. Yes, it like, is. Yeah. And when I drew this one up and, you know, started doing, you know, little rough drops here and there, I was like, okay, let's, I want it to be simple, but I want it to look strong and, you know, just powerful. But, again, I didn't want to go too much detail because I'm – I went, you know, of course, you do your research. And a lot of the logos in the NFL and past leagues, they're very simple. Yeah, it's all about simplicity. Very simple. It's just a head. You start getting too out there. Like, you guys are probably aware of this, but you go too far and you try to be too clever and people don't get it. The Falcon is an F. The Atlanta Falcon is an F. Sometimes people's mind are, look at it. See, Jason yeah. didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> the logo, yeah. You look at it, it's it's an F, but they try to get so clever with it that now you look at it and you're like, huh. I mean, they've been oh, around for 35 years. Has, and you, Yeah, the, oh, the wing comes yeah. down and then the foot and the head, it sorry. makes an F. I, sorry, I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> I'm sorry you're a Giants fan. No, I'm, just, I'm not, not going to lie. Um, and we're going to talk about you guys in the NFL because you both have interesting choices, and I love to talk football, obviously. <laughs> um, so we're going to discuss the Giants and maybe the Panthers and certainly the Cowboys, maybe the Broncos. And the Bears? The Bears, maybe. Are we just going to discuss all 32 teams or what? <laughs> no. no, but that's what's represented like here on the uh, But for now, let's take a break for a second. Um, let's go talk a little bit about our sponsors. We'll come back and we'll talk about – um, what's going on right now with the Gunslingers and what we can see, what what you guys are looking at happening right now around your team. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philippine Amatham, Leo Leamas, R.C. Woods. We're sitting here with Jason Torres and Hector Garcia, the owners of the San Antonio Gunslingers. We'll be right back after this. All right, Smoking Guns, uh, Posse, because that's what we're going to call you. We've, we've got to do that more. Yeah, they're the Posse. posse. They're okay. the Posse. Do you own a business? You're looking for an affordable way to reach out to, to hundreds, maybe even thousands of football fans, or do you have a favorite local restaurant or bar service or product um, that you think would just fit in great with the Gunslingers or with uh, the Smoking Guns podcast? We're looking for sponsors for the podcast, 
And we'd love to hear from you. We have lots of different opportunities for sponsors to be a part of our show. And we'd love to be the connection between you and all the football fans that listen to this show. Uh, email us at smokinggunspod. Yes. Mm-hmm. Smoking with no G. No G. And then guns with, with a, a Z. Z. And mm-hmm. then pod at gmail.com. Uh, and we will uh, find a spot for you or your business. We'll reach out uh, to your favorite San Antonio business, that bar that you go to and shoot pool every Thursday of night. Of course. Um, we'll reach out to them and see if we can get them on board. Advertising works. It does. We know that because you're yep. listening right now. That's you right. You did not hit the fast forward 30 second button, which we really appreciate. Thank you so much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so email us at smoking guns pod smoking smoking without a G right guns with a Z pod at gmail.com. We'll find the best way to get you or your business involved. It does now, work. It does. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about hot sauce. <gasps> Love hot sauce. I'm not gonna lie. Two weeks ago, we got uh, some teardrop pepper companies, golden mm-hmm. habanero sauce. He sent it out to us. Oh yeah. Uh, you guys have already ordered some more. Yes, we did. I have, yes. Last night we're getting the pizza. Uh, you know, we got pizza, we right. got home, and I told my daughter, Go get go get my uh, go get my stuff. And she went and got my golden habanero sauce. My wife was like, Really? You're gonna put that on your pizza again? And I was like, I cannot imagine really eating good. my pizza without I, this anymore. Yep, it goes good on pizza. I've put it on uh chile rellenos, I have put it on barbecue, on ribs. I mean, it's it's really good stuff. It is really, really good. Like, the flavor is... It's not too spicy, but it does have a kick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a great flavor. It tastes wonderful. Uh, Teardrop Pepper Company is proudly making their hot sauce right down the road in Austin, Texas. But you don't have to drive up to Austin to get it. Nope. You can order from their website, www.teardroppepperco.com. Right. That's teardroppepperco.com. Use the offer code ARENA, A r e n a and you'll get 10 percent off your order you've it already works. done that yes it works and it works right yep. mm-hmm. um and uh they'll send it out too you you bought some last week yeah i bought some just uh, about a week ago it came in really fast it came yeah. in just a couple of days shipped in just a couple of days and one thing i just have to say if anybody out there i know there's a lot of fad diets going on you know low carb or keto those types of diets you don't see uh, the carb content, the sugar content on the website, uh, but you do see it on the bottle, and it is very low, surprisingly low. It, it works great for those kinds of diets, just for those of you out there who were wondering. It tastes amazing, too. It tastes like it's supposed to be bad for you. Yeah, absolutely. Like it really does. Yeah, way better than any of the other low-carb barbecue sauces I've used. And this is not a barbecue sauce. Right. It's, a so- it's a hot sauce, but it's it blows away any other stuff I've ever used. And, so, then, and you could buddy up like we did, and so you, you bought how many? We bought a, a case of four, a case and of you four. and I went halves on it. We yep. went on halves, and so we cut down on the shipping. On the shipping, yep. So mm-hmm. that was good. So getting halves with somebody, it's definitely worth it. So go order some, www.teardroppepperco.com. And don't forget to follow them on Instagram, Facebook, at Teardrop Pepperco, at both of those places to keep up with their latest creations. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas. We are sitting here with ownership for the San Antonio Gunslingers, Jason Torres, Hector Garcia. Now, that's not all there is to this ownership group. There are more guys here. They're just not, um, they're not here. They're not looking for the limelight <laughs> like you two guys are. They are the they are the more silent partners. Who are those guys? Uh, so we have uh, Jonathan Young. Uh, and we also have uh, Juan Ramirez, 
our, our other two owners. Juan Ramirez is more of our um, financial marketing okay. um, because he has his own business. Um, so he, he kind of tackles that aspect of it. And then we have uh, Jonathan Young, who's our general manager, who will conduct basically like day-to-day operations, more so when we kick off um, and we get to training camp and practice. Sure. Um, he's going to be basically running the show. And was he also a football player? Jonathan, no. No. Okay. Actually, no. Jonathan uh, actually was an official. So he was a referee. For okay. Tough job. Oh, wow. Tough job. He's got thick skin then. So. Players working yeah. with officials to bring you a football team. <laughs> wow. Every so who would have known? Yeah. So, I mean, when we brought him in. Uh, so was, he knows the proper amount you need to bribe the officials and that kind of stuff. <laughs> Silence. I like that. Silence. Silence. Like, really quiet in here. We need a cricket soundbite on the We have that. We, um, we use Cash App now. <laughs> so, uh, so you get this thing started. You get it rolling. You get up on Facebook. That's the first place I saw you guys. Um, and now we're into it. Like we, you've had one uh, combine an invitation combine. You've got another one coming up here at the end of this month. Yes, sir. Um, are you ahead of, behind, or right in line with where you thought you would be in August of 2020? We are exactly where we need to be. We, we have hit um, every milestone that we, you know, set for ourselves. Uh, as far as August 30th is concerned, we have uh, an enormous amount of guys coming out uh, from all over the country. Um, Texas, Montana, Arkansas. We actually have a handful of guys coming from Arkansas, um, New York. Florida. Florida, yeah. Wow. So, so we have guys coming from, from all over that are trying out. Um, one thing that Hector and myself need to reiterate, you know, for, for some people that don't know, is we are going into training camp with about 40 to 45 guys. Mm-hmm. So these guys that you're seeing on our Facebook, they're getting signed. Yes, they are. However, that is for training camp. They'll oh, have okay. another. They'll have another contract at the end of December or January, where they'll be invited to actually be on the active roster because we're only allowed to sign twenty-one active players, and only have uh, four to five on our practice squad. And so, yes. and anybody who follows football is familiar with this kind of system. This is what happens every year in the NFL. They come oh, in yep. with. Correct. These gigantic 90-person rosters, right. and then that gets trimmed down to 53 at some point. Mm-hmm. And so we're right. talking about the same kind of system here where you're going to have 40 to 45 guys. Exactly. And somewhere along the way, that's got to get trimmed down to 21 on game day. Yeah, especially Correct. the ones that we just signed. We stress it. Don't get comfortable because <clears throat> you still got to keep working out, keep doing it, doing it because – there's always someone trying to take it, their job. There's somebody. That's true. Exactly. It's, yep. You said it perfectly. There's somebody right there, right next to you, who's coming maybe a little bit more hungrier than you are and might want to take your job. Yeah, that's that's why I like at the Combine, when you guys noticed, you know, they were boosting each other up. They were, you know, yeah. the morale was sure. really good. Mm-hmm. But again, this is a competition. You know, right. They're going for spots. So don't get too comfortable. Don't get too friendly. Um, just do your job. Grind hard and... You know, we're, we're watching, trust me. You know, even even some of these guys that hold private workouts and they go work out and stuff like that, Hector and I are on the block. We, you know, we stop by and we watch and we pay attention and we see who's doing what. We pay attention to their social media feeds. Because, again, you know, Coach Hernandez has already reiterated that he's all about character and what kind of yeah, person true. you are mm-hmm. off the field as well. So we're taking notice to every little detail. And that takes into account whether or not we're going to keep you and retain you on this team, even before we hit training camp. 
So it's you know it's crucial that they they remain uh, in good standing, so to speak, uh, within their character and staying in shape and working out and getting ready to uh, report to training camp, which will actually be starting in October. Now, do you have any uh, minimums or maximums on people who can try out, like an age requirement or uh, so the minimum experience? age? Yeah, the minimum age is eighteen. Uh, maximum, if you can play, you can play. I don't, okay. I don't <laughs> age, age is in a factor. Just make sure you know you're okay, healthy. But what if you can't play? Because I could still try out, right? You could try out. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying you're going to get a contract offer, but you can try out. <laughs> Most definitely. It's a free country. I yeah, mean. absolutely. Being so, part of the semi-professional world for so long, I've seen men in their early 40s, mid-40s, and you would have never thought they were 40, 45 because they were in incredible shape and still, I can honestly say, in their prime. It's, it's amazing somehow some of these gentlemen, some of these men still can perform in a high level being the age they are. So speaking of the candidates for this uh, open tryout, if there's someone out there who's, who's interested, who's considering – uh, coming to that, signing up, you know, giving their hundred dollars, and they think they've got they've got what it takes to be a professional football player, arena football. Um, what if there's like what what about family obligations, work? You know, if it's a college student, maybe a, what what's the typical schedule uh, for a a professional football player at this level? What 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 is, what do they have to know going into this? What are they, they committed have to, fit? to? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can tell you. Again, everybody comes with problems. Everyone has things that they have to worry about, you know, back home besides sports, obviously. But we do stress that, you know, again, this is professional. This isn't semi-pro world anymore. This isn't backyard football. This is professional. So we do say, you know, get your affairs in line. This is what practice is going to look like. This is what training camp is going to look like. This is the days you need to report the times. If if you're late, you're going to be fined. If you're a couple fines, you're suspended. Suspended leads to termination. I mean, it is what it is. It's professional. Um, we don't have the time or energy to, to really babysit. So that's why we reiterate, make sure you have all your affairs in order and you can, you know, oblige to this schedule that we're giving you um, so you can play. Now, I've heard a lot of people talking about, not a lot of people, but people that have talked about this level of football is like, why would I want to go watch a bunch of guys that, you know, like one of these guys, one of the guys I talked to on signing day works at Academy. Like that's his day job. And he's going to play football for you guys should he make it, you know, through all of these. Why would I want to go watch those guys? I got to tell you, in my opinion, like those are the guys I want to go watch. Exactly. Kurt like, Warner, hello. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. sure, Kurt Warner bagging groceries. But yeah. these guys that have a love of the game that's so deep that they're like, I will take – uh, you know, this is more than a hobby for me. This is a big deal for me. This is something I want to do at as high a level as I can. And that means I will sacrifice and work and, and make this happen. My father used to go to Dallas Blackhawks games, which minor league hockey. And one of the things he talks about all the time about going in the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s to Dallas Blackhawks games is you could run into those guys at their day job. Because that wasn't how they were making money. They just wanted, they just loved the sport enough that they wanted to play hockey. And that's the kind of guys that we're going to see on the field for the gunslingers. Absolutely, yes. Are there any positions that you're kind of really looking for? Um, I mean, we're, we're open to everything. Obviously, the, the detrimental need for any team, any league at any level is 
Big boys. We need O-line. <laughs> Big boys, okay. Um, you know, we, we actually have quite a bit uh, already, as you can tell, by the ones we've already signed. Uh, but, you know, you always want more, definitely. And, unfortunately, the, the name of the game, you know, comes injuries and yep. whatnot. So sure. you always want to have yep. a hefty... Amount well, of reserve. <laughs> well, let's face it. I mean, I gotta say, I think you're really lucky. Apparently, you signed the best semi-pro offensive lineman ever in William Richardson. That's what Bob he told Hog. me. Yes, <laughs> that's what That's William what Richardson said. said. At least the best dresser, I could say that, right? Did you check out those shoes? I, I talk about the shoes. The I like velvet, the, shoes. the purple. Yeah, purple. Yes. I, I don't know because Cody Brooks looked really sharp too. He was he was dressed real nice, head to toe. So uh, the the cowboy boots. Yeah, he came in and and came out real quick. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk to him. I'm I'm excited. What happens did. when you have entourage? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I heard he did. That. He walked in with a whole entourage, walked right in, signed his contract, <laughs> walked, walked out, right waved as he was leaving. I was like, oh, that guy's too big time for a inside the room when we were signing them because Cody Brooks, super humble. And the moment that he stepped into the office, nothing but humble. And I was beyond happy that we even signed him because his talent – He's another one that should should be out either playing CFL, NFL, yeah, this, or some some professional. This league. definitely might be the only year he plays for us because yeah. I mean, with his talents and you know, definitely I could see him playing one season, getting noticed, and going to Canada or sure even yeah. NFL. I mean, he's oh, wow. he's got what it takes. So, so let's talk a little bit. That's that's the mic, micro level of football as players. Let's go bigger and go to the macro level. Let's talk about your league a little bit because. Okay. Um, I think there's questions. I think there's folks that are like, I don't know what the AAL is, and I thought we were talking EIF. And so let's let's clarify some of this. It's the AAL. It's the American Arena League. Mm-hmm. It's been around for four seasons, if yes, I do my yes, math right. Yes. Um, it is. Uh, it is established. It is there. It's been there for, you know, like I say, four seasons. Um, it is growing and changing, but in this particular. Um, area of the sport in indoor football after the Arena Football League collapsed. Everything has been shifting since that happened um, with, uh, you know, IFL and uh, NAL and then you guys and even EIF and some of those. Everybody's just kind of trying to find the place where they fit and the teams that fit in there. And all of that seems to be shifting on a kind of season to season basis. Um, We know that the elite indoor football was there at one time and you guys took a look at it and said, Hey, that may not be the best place for us. So you move on to the uh, American arena league. What is it about this league that is exciting? I, I don't, well, I don't care what it was about a EIF, but I want to know what it is about this one that you were excited about me personally. And I think it falls back when me and Jason actually sat down and say, Hey, I think we need to go a different route. Uh, one, the commissioner, Tony, don't ask me how to pronounce his last name because I can't pronounce it to save my life. I can't. I Jason cannot. does it. What is it, Jason? Can you? I, I believe it's Tony Zifferetto. 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 I can do See, that. He's from New York. <laughs> I can't. I can't, especially with my accent. I don't, I'm not even going to try. Sure. Um, his communication is outstanding. I mean, from the time we, we showed interest to the league, he was right away on it. Uh, and truth be told, we wouldn't be where we at if it wasn't for him. Absolutely, um, he has been a an outstanding mentor, showing us the ropes. Um, very humble gentleman. Uh, any question we had, any problem we had, hey Tony, we have 
this going on. Hey, Tony, what do you think about this? Hey, Tony. I mean, he's not afraid to to share his his ideas, his thoughts, or the way he did it because he's been with – he has owned his own professional arena team in the past. So for him to actually be as humble that he is to say, hey, I'm going to guide you and, you know, take it, leave it, however you want to uh, – but I think that was one of the main things that just sold it for me. Just how involved he is with his league. Mm-hmm. He's super involved. He's all about the success of the teams. Not about him or the league. He wants us to be successful. And he's literally like, I call him like my own concierge service. Because literally, if I call him, he'll answer right away. If I text him, he replies real quick. That is um, <laughs> he, He's been a communication liaison with some of the deals that we've been brokering. Mm-hmm. Um, if we had any hiccups, he'd be like, all right, tell them to call me. Or I'll call them and, and we'll figure it out. Um, but literally, I think it was like last week, we're like, hey, we need this form or whatnot to, to move forward with this objective. And literally before I hung up, he was like, all right, check your phone. I look at the phone, I got the email. So it, He's super, super quick and responsive to any need that we have. And I think that's what stuck out the most for us. He, he's literally been there for us for everything. And yeah. while it's done on their website, I haven't seen a lot about it um, in social media. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys could. They're, they're getting pretty aggressive at this point because you're not the only team entering the yeah. league this year, right? Um, so we're in a new division. Um, they were all East Coast teams yeah. um, that were in there. And they formed the, the Southwest Division, which will now be Oklahoma City, uh, North Texas, West Texas, ourselves, Houston, and Monroe, Louisiana. Okay. Will be the new division. Um, so I think that puts them at just over 20 or so teams, and they're going to continue to push further west. Um, I do know that they are the biggest league in terms of teams. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it just... Uh, they're established. They they know what they're doing for sure. So they're you know, already. Oh, go oh sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Um, do you know any of the other owners of the teams? Ooh. So <laughs> that was ooh. I don't know. What, ooh. what did I touch? And, and, let me what tell you. Did I and, touch? It's, and it's gonna be part because they're Panthers. So the oh. AAL uh, the AAL is basically formed with a lot of ex NFL players owning their own teams. One being Davis Thomas and mm-hmm. Ted Ginn. I saw that. And they're the owners of the Charlotte Thunder. Thunder, right. Mm-hmm. So right there, alone, oh. like, yep. <laughs> like, uh, I'm beyond excited. We're, we have a... We're building a healthy rivalry, too. We, I was going to ask you about that. Who's going to be our Tyrone, rivalry? Tyrone is uh, the owner, I think, of the North Texas Falcons. Is his team? Yes. Uh, still keeping that name? Yeah, so uh, we have a good relationship with him. We, we talk to him on a constant basis. And uh, we're already working out some things to uh, have a rivalry in. With the Falcons, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, Falcons. we'll have to start Falcons. working on that. And they're green. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> on their green? page already. I'm Look actually already on their Facebook page and, like, stalking them. Good, good, good people, but we're telling you right now, I don't care what team he builds, we're going to smash him. So. We're going to play the feathers. he knows that. We told him. <laughs> we told him. Where are they going to be playing? Because North Texas is, like... Even the Dallas Metroplex is a big deal. Is Are they going to be up in Denton? I, I kind of got that feeling just because uh, they're doing birds and they're doing the white and green. That all speaks <laughs> very UNT to me. Uh, so I just kind of landed on Denton. I, that could be wrong. I, as far as right now, I know they have locked in an arena. I just can't remember what the name is. Okay. 
Yeah, they do have a home though. They, they already got a home. So. They're not putting a whole lot of information because, like I say, I'm on their Facebook page no, and you, you know don't what see a lot of information from them. Nobody. Not like you do the gunslingers. <laughs> Nobody does it like the gunslingers. That's right. Yeah. That. We're the best. Um, and the reason for that, in case anybody's wondering, the reason why the league hasn't really updated anything and we haven't said much anything else as far as the league is because we're having an owners meeting in September at the end. And at that time, then everything, everything will be announced, and we'll have a schedule, actually. Awesome. So Hector and myself will be shooting out to Raleigh, North Carolina, for that meeting at the end of September. Cool. Not yes. to mention, you guys are probably, uh, just as far as building this, you're probably kicking butt compared to some of what these other guys are doing. You're, you're going to be like the example for everybody else. Look look what these guys are doing with the gunslingers in San Antonio. And, and I think some, that's something we could be very proud about because yeah. we have had people from other teams call us hey what do you think about this or how should i go towards this objective or whatever the case is and i mean it's it's been very humbling honestly yeah it's like tyrone he's one of them we're we're in constant talking to him in the phone and he'll you know he sees me as a mentor he'll be like hey what do you think about this hey how do you think about this I've you know, searched so. Twitter. I've searched Facebook. I believe I'm right in saying that only one uh, American Arena League team has its has a podcast. Um, oh, I have yeah. not seen another one. They, they need to have a podcast. So and we can and <laughs> banner for Trust me when I say I have brought it up to his attention. Say, yeah. hey, get a podcast going on because my guys are ready to start it, their own rivalry. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We like, welcome oh, no, the challenge. Yeah. And Gail yeah. and Gail, not just guys yes, and Gail. Yes. Yeah. We ran <laughs> off. Absolutely. We ran off to some guys from San Diego last time we did this. Like we got rid of them. They're yeah, they're nowhere yeah. to be seen anymore. Yeah. That's right, Smithy. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, Ben, awesome. We're, they started talking there. about the Alamo, and yeah, they went down. All kinds there. of stuff. Yeah. Like, San Antonio people are homely. That's what started the whole thing. Oh, yes, that's right. Like, we're all homely. Just, just He's still living out of his mother's basement, right? Right. Yeah, so. Rat boys. So they, they said we lost the Alamo. So we actually <laughs> urged our listeners to go out and take a picture of themselves in front of the Alamo and send it to them and say, look, right here. found it. It's <laughs> right there. So um, September, end of September is when a lot of that kind of information will be rolling out. Yeah, for the most part, uh, again, it'll be new information we're getting. Uh, right. It's an owner's meeting for every owner of every team in this league. We'll, we'll all converge on North Carolina. So, And I'm sure this guy's happy because... He's a Panthers fan. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to yeah. get to that because I got to <laughs> figure out what that's all about. Um, so when uh, when all that happens, when you have a schedule in hand, you said that's the end of September. And then you said something that made me go, what? That's not the timeline I thought we were talking about. You said training camp's going to start in October. Yes, because we are going with 40 to 45 guys uh, into training camp. We need as much time as we can to evaluate these guys, let sure. the coaching staff evaluate them and see who they want to go with. So uh, October, November, and half of December will wow. we'll be training camp. And then uh, around Christmas time, New Year's, it's, all right, you're staying or you're going. Right. So and the uh, season the, starts in March, right? March, correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, are the training camps going to be open to the public? Like, can we go and watch? Um, I don't think that's something that we've discussed. Oh, okay. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't give you an honest answer. Um, I don't see why not. Um, mm -hmm. As long as it's not a distraction to these guys, um, right? But yeah, uh, I don't. I don't see why not. Cool. Yeah. I look forward to that. I like interacting with the fans who come to watch. So Absolutely. Yeah. So you are. Um, you're kind of already set. 
I know that the information is out there for the most part. Um, nothing's been signed yet, but you know where you guys are going to play. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're pretty confident. We're comfortable. Uh, you know, the objective is Freeman Coliseum. Okay. So, uh, well, of course, because well, of COVID, everything is, is kind of at a sure. snail's yep. pace. However, um, talks have been really, really well. What about that venue made you decide that that's where y'all wanted to go? Mainly intimacy. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, not going overboard into debt and uh, having to shell out, ex, you know, so much money on, on having a, a venue. We think that uh, as opposed to trying to sell out Alamo Dome at 65,000 people, uh, you know. It's pretty daunting. Yeah. It'd be a pretty daunting task. Yeah. I mean, it, it, cool. You could sell like, you know, 20,000 seats, but. When there's 40,000 empty ones, then right. it's kind of it like... looks... Yeah. It looks empty. So, but, you know, you go to Freeman Coliseum, and, I mean, it's it's almost a guarantee that you're you're going to fill every seat in the house. Um, Do we have the thumbs up on tailgating? Uh, as far as we know, from what we've been told, yes. Perfect. That, that's, the, that's what we've heard so far. Of course, everything is, you know, pending, final. Yeah, um, right. But right. as far as we've been told, yes, we can tailgate. That's my favorite part. Absolutely. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. a great part of tailgating. That's a great part of football. And we'll yep. be out there, too. I mean, yeah. 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 So speaking of the venue, uh, we were going over the, some of the rules uh, for the league, and we know that there are some stipulations as far as the field, uh, where certain hash marks have to be, the end zones, and how they you know work with different venues. And there's even some verbiage in the rule book over certain exceptions that can be made depending on the venue that you're playing in. Have you guys already received a, a field plan, or have you kind of worked that out yet with the uh, with the uh, Freeman Coliseum in mind? Um, well, it's it's fairly simple. It's a 200-foot field by 85 feet, mm-hmm. which the Freeman can accommodate extremely well. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much cut and dry. Um, the way Freeman is set up on their floor is actually perfect for what we need. Sure. Um, especially since it's not like the, the walls of the field aren't going to be butted up with the seats right. on the lowest level. So it allows us to sell the upper level, the mid-level, lower level, and still have floor space where people could spend extra to be on the floor and up to the dashers. So, And it works nice. really well with our, like our price structure that we've built out um, with the Freeman. So it could be like, a, when you said price structure, like a family event? Absolutely, yes. Uh, we're definitely making it family-friendly, affordable. Um, it's, it's tiered in such a way that uh, you could bring the whole family and still not spend a fortune. Cool. We need that. Absolutely. <laughs> so arena football happens in the same basic space that ice hockey happens in. Basically, yes. Yeah. Um, so I want people who aren't sure what how this is going to change the game. If you've never watched indoor football before, um, hockey is in playoffs now. They've just moved. The NHL's just moved to playoffs. Turn on a game and watch for a few minutes how on top of those uh, on top of each other those guys are. And realize that there are five from each team and one goalie. So there's six from each team out there. In in arena football, you have eight. So that shrinks the amount of field, the amount of space you have. Um, just I was watching yesterday my stars um, playing in the uh, playoffs, and I'm going, man, there's just not a lot of room out there to move around, and you're going to add in two more people um, for each team. It's tight. It's going to be tight. The beauty of it is there's no technically there's no out-of-bounds. Right. So if you're going up to grab one and you're right up against that wall and you come down, that linebacker is, you know, free to hit you right in the chest and throw you backwards into 
whoever's standing there. So Yeah, it makes for some exciting action on the sidelines. We talked about it. For those that are going to be down there in that section you're talking about, be prepared to spill some beer on yourself because <laughs> <laughs> they're Absolutely. coming at you it's fast and into that wall. Yep, it's going to happen. And, and expect to go home with souvenirs, depending where you're sitting, uh, and especially if you're up, up on the dashers because if the ball goes out of bounds, you get to keep it. Oh, nice. nice. Very cool. It's a nice souvenir, and they'll be branded with our logos and our sponsors' logos. So Excellent. it's a good piece of memorabilia. And then I, I think also with buying those seats up on the dashers, you get um, pregame and postgame access to the players on the field. So if you do get a ball and you're down there, you know you can go onto the field after the game, get some autographs, some pictures. So definitely makes for great memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. so this was something that the last um, – team that was here i didn't feel like did very well mm. connecting with fans like they had a great team they had a great product i thought it was a lot of fun it was great in the alamo dome but it was really hard to bridge that gap between fans and the team the players i can tell you why because they weren't locally owned Ooh. Ooh. i tell you what yeah. just, i like that hold on to that we're, we're in charge <laughs> hold on to that and let's get into that here in just a second let's take another break and when we come back we're going to talk about the difference between it being locally owned and something that's more homogenous like the alliance of american football was uh stick with us smoking guns podcast philip higginbotham leo yamas rc woods sitting here with jason and hector of the gunslingers we'll be back in just a second Smoking Guns Podcast is excited to offer you a way to be part of our team by supporting the show on Patreon. We are excited about bringing you the best coverage of the San Antonio Gunslingers and the fun and the fans and the food around yep. the team. For sure. Um, Those it, are all great things. They are great things. And you can be part of helping us bring that to the fans. If you're able, head on over to www.patreon.com slash Guns. Pod. Do I have to do it again? I think I have to do it again. Smoking. No, no G. G. No G. Guns with a Z. With a Z. Pod. Uh, Patreon.com smoke, slash Smoking Guns Pod. Um, and you can support the Smoking Guns uh, podcast at the $5, $10, $20 a month just to help us make the show go so we can continue to bring you anything, uh, anything and everything in and around this community that's building as we head toward kickoff in March, which is not as far away as everybody Be here before that you know it. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, we recognize our patrons at, at uh, the end of each episode. They have priority on speak pipe or questions. When we have guests coming in, we have the owners in today. We had coach in a couple of weeks ago. Um, we have another guest already confirmed for two weeks from now. The, the one that rhymes with uh, Darcy Dar Mace. Darcy Mace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, she is, uh, at least right now, scheduled to appear. And that's what we have to say, uh, just in case anything happens. But uh, help us continue to uh, support the Gunslingers and get all the info you're looking for. Head on over to patreon.com slash smokingunspod and help us out either that 5 10 or $20 level. And we will uh, we'll be internally grateful. We'll even make you a cool little graphic and, and share it out. We'll make a big deal about you. And we'll be part of the team. Come join our team. Yeah, you can be part of the team with Leo and RC and I and, and Jason and, and uh, who else? Alba, Herman. Herman um, Iris. Iris. Mo. Mo. Uh, I think that's all of them. We're going to talk about them again here at the end of the show. But I think that's, that's our list. Um, we've got a lot of folks that are already jumping on board. You can be part of that. Patreon.com, Smoking Guns Pod.
Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas. We're sitting here with Jason Torres, Hector Garcia of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Um, so before we went to break, we were talking about the difference between local ownership and something that was a little more homogenous. Um, everybody that I talked to about football in San Antonio says the same thing. Right off the bat, they're like, oh, somebody's going to do it again. Somebody's trying this again. We're going to go through this again. Why is this not again? Why is this different? Um, so, again, being that we're, we're from here, right. um, we live here, we work here, uh, our families are here. So, when you deal with things like the AAF or the former AFL team, actually any league that has ever come to San Antonio before, has been owned by corporate millionaires, investment companies, um, people that all kinds of hands are in the pot. So Sometimes guys just pretending to be millionaires. Exactly. We're not. Uh, <laughs> um, but again, everybody has a piece of the pie at that level. So, um, for example, when you talk about the AAF and, and Tom Dundon, you know, it's one guy who's literally. We don't talk about him. Yeah, we don't do that. Uh, but, I mean, truth be told, it's just one guy who controls eight teams. And when he says, I don't want to do this anymore and decides to pull the plug, that's it. Yeah, and I know everybody's excited right now about the XFL again. And maybe that resurfaces here in San Antonio. We don't know any of that. We don't know what any of that's going to look like. But, again, it's going to be one guy or a, a very small group of people that are going to make the decision one way or the other on that. The Rock would never lie to us. And they're not. <laughs> they're not here in San Antonio. Right. So with us, we have full control and full reign of anything that pertains to the gunslingers. We have the full blessings of uh, our league owner, Tony. You know, he basically said, do as you please, make it as big as you want, be successful. And, uh, you know, you won't hear anything from us, uh, you know, as long as you follow the rules. Um, so, and, and that basically means that, you know, anything that we do, we have to affiliate the AAL. But that's pretty much it. You know, if we, we broker a, a Walmart deal or an HEB deal or anything to that effect, you know, it's all on us uh, how big we want to grow this thing. Um, as far as, you know, things like player access, accessibility for after the games for photo ops and autographs and whatnot. We've already said, you know, we're going to make them available. We want to give the city what they've been waiting for and what they've been expecting for so long. And the reason why we know that is because Hector and I are fans. We went right. to the Commanders awesome. games. We mm -hmm. went, you know, to the Talons games. We yeah. had season tickets. I, I worked them. I didn't, I didn't. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he worked them. I went. Uh, but, but in all, you know, all jokes aside, you know, we, as fans of this city, we know what the expectation is. So, therefore, we want to provide that for, for everybody. So, here's my deal, and I'll get on my soapbox a little bit for anybody. I, I don't know anybody that listens to this show, and they're still like, I'm still on the fence. But they're out there. I guess I do know somebody. Like, Eric DeVries is that way. Yeah. He's, like, he's kind of yeah, on the he's, fence, he's, and he said, I'm going to be all sold mode. in, but well, I have to listening. see where this goes. He's still listening. Eric's listening. I know he is. Hi, Eric. Um, it, here's the difference in my estimation. You guys tell me if I'm wrong or not. Um, when you have outside interests that come into San Antonio and say, I want to put a football team here and I want to make some money at it. They put a football team here. And if it fails, they don't have to look anybody in the eye. Like they walk away, they disappear. Tell me the last time you saw Charlie, Charlie Ebersol in town. 
Not and I t- <laughs> never. Right. Yeah, I don't think he's I saw him one back. time on opening night. He was really nice. I got to shake his hand. That's it. Um, he they they can walk away and they're they're gone. They don't have to look anybody in the eye. They don't have to um, do any of that. That's not the case here. The guys that are starting this up, if this if this falls apart, this is home for you. It's not like you're going to walk away and just be like, well, I guess that didn't work out. Time to move on to the next thing. Um, that's a huge difference because it means that you're as invested as you want us to be, as you want the fans to be. You're just as invested. It's not a matter of, well, I guess it'll be a good write-off for me and I'll just ride off into the sunset and be done. Um, you're here and you're going to be just as invested as you want us to be as fans. Am I wrong? No, you're, you hit the nail on the head. Um, that's exactly it. Like you said, where where are we going to go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to see me at HEB Las Palmas right. or Guatemala. I mean, that's just it, you know. So No, we, uh, we, have, we have a lot to lose. We have a lot to lose. We know the expectations and that pressure that comes with it, making sure that the product is as good as it gets, the organization period, and just making sure that the fans are happy at the end of the day from the moment they buy the tickets, from the moment they walk out of the game. Um, it's, it's pressure. And we know it firsthand because we, like he said, Jason said, we were fans at one point. So we know what, as fans, we know what we would want to look for in an organization, on a team, on ownerships. So, and again, we, we, we did our research. We did what we had to go, um, especially me. We made sure that every detail was polished. We made mm-hmm. sure that everything we did, we said, we posted was the truth. We're very transparent. Right. We're not, I mean, I, I can't stress it enough. It's, it's, uh, it's, we want this to be as very successful. Well, and not that I can share too much because you guys have told me I can't. But I can tell you <laughs> that in a couple of times I've seen already, and they have no idea. They're not paying me or anything to say this. I've seen them go one direction on something, and they could stay there. They could do this, and everybody would be fine because that's what they promised. But they see an opportunity to do something a bit better, and they make that change, and they make that shift. Um, I've seen that twice that I can think of. And like I say, these are things that um, we've talked about off the air and you told me you don't want to talk about. Um, <laughs> it'll come soon and people will see and read about some of those things soon. The one, uh, the one that grabbed my attention right off the bat was the league. Like you would have been fine staying where you were and starting small. Or you saw an opportunity to go, no, this, is, this will work out for us to do something a little bit better for San Antonio. And you made that decision to make that shift. And that's happened a couple of times now. That's huge to me as a fan that I see ownership doing something that where I promised you this and I could just give you that and we could be fine. But I'm going to go the extra mile. I'm going to go the extra step and give you more than I promised. That's a big deal for me. And it's been like that from the, from the beginning. It's really been like that. We, we make a decision, all four of us, and for whatever reason, we're like, no, we could do better. We could do way better. And it's those opportunities, they, they, they always present themselves. We're like, hey, let's, let's go. Let's, let's take we're, it. We're literally learning and adjusting as, as we go. 
Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're making the right choices. Um, I don't regret any choice that we've made. Um, and it's been successful up to this point, and I don't foresee it going any other direction but successful for us. Um, we've been truly blessed. Yeah, you're, you're flexible and adaptable, and, and that I mean that's a strength when you're trying to build something, absolutely. And again, see, that's another point that we have to make with being locally owned. Right. Because if you were a corporate millionaire investment company, and you've shelled out $5 million on one particular thing. How do you go back on that? Right. You know, where, where us, we, we'll test the water a little bit. Right. You know, shelve out a, just, just a tad bit and see where it takes us. And then if we notice that, okay, this is not what's in our best interest, let's pull back and let's go in a different direction that we see will be uh, more fruitful for us. Right. And kind of going back to that family feel, um, that's where I feel like I can uh, give back t- through the podcast. I do the mom-to-mom segment. And so you guys heard mom to mom. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. I love it. Cool. So what I try to do is I try to get the fans to know, to be introduced to the players through the eyes of a mom, through the words of a mom. You know, no one's going to brag more about, you know, their son than a mom, you know. And so I feel comfortable doing that. And some of the players have attended the high schools here. And so I think that's where you get that family connection. You get that bond that you want them all to succeed. As a mom, I see when we went at the signing, I felt like a proud mom, even though I wasn't any of their moms, just because I could see their faces and their joy and they're like I would do this for free I'm like don't let the owners know that you know <laughs> yeah you all said what do y'all said I haven't listened to the signing day episode yet who said that that Jason don't listen I already you already wrote down there's a couple of players that are like I would have done this for free and we were like stop it they listen this is live well that's alright because they're going to be doing a lot of community give back when we start getting involved with these you know with the USO and Wounded Warrior and all that good stuff and Food Bank so let's talk a little bit about timeline let's talk about some things that are going to be happening between now and March, just so everybody knows what to expect. And let us preface all this by saying we live in the weirdest time in the world. Like the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So things could change. On the, don't, don't you dare uh, message the, the gunslingers <laughs> in October and say, you said on a podcast back in August this was going to happen. <laughs> and it's not happening the way you said it would. This is a weird world we live in right now. So this is all the plan. It may not happen to plan, but this is what the plan is so far. So you've got the next big thing that's coming up would be the the, the tryout. Trial, yes, mm-hmm. and that is on. See, August speaking 30th. of things shifting, <laughs> um, it's on August thirtieth. It was going to be on the 29th. There was a little bit of scheduling snafu. Not you, but somebody else. Um, in in any case, uh, you moved it back a day. It's yes. going to be on Sunday, and we were talking a little bit before. You, you're inviting players out. They need to be willing to invest in themselves, 100 bucks, Absolutely, yep. Um, to make that work. And if you're not willing to invest in yourself, I said this on the show several times, I'm sure you heard it. If you're not willing to invest $100 in yourself, don't come. Like, don't play. If you don't feel like you can invest 100 of your own dollars or, you know, Aunt Martha's dollars or whoever, <laughs> then you don't, you're not, you're not bought in on yourself. And there's no point in coming and trying out. These get, there's going to be guys there that are, um, that are bought in on who they are. Um, so that's going to be on the 30th, and you're also inviting um, Gunslingers fans to come take a look. Anybody. Anybody, uh, you know, 
Follow as long as we follow the rules for uh, you know maximum capacity. Right. Uh, bring a mask. Bring a mask. Br- yes, bring yep. a mask. They'll be doing temperature checks, but uh, Gunslinger fans, media, family, don't yeah. care. Come on out. Awesome. Um, so that's the next big thing in August. Right there at the end of August, August thirtieth, uh, starts at ten o'clock. Ten o'clock sharp. in Live Oak. So uh, any potential players that are coming from out of town that are in town, if you're listening, please listen good. Nine forty. Is the cutoff time to enter that building if you are participating? Wow. I can't stress enough. If you walk through the door at 941, you might as well just turn around, get back in the car, and go home. Because our coaching staff is adamant about being on time and being Mm -hmm. ready to work. Because they're going to go through a warm-up for 20 minutes. And then at 10 o'clock, they're going to hit the field and start doing their 40s, their 225-pound bench press, and everything that comes with doing a combine. Yep, just from our discussions with Coach and right. talking, getting to know him, uh, you guys need to know that as soon as you walk through that door, just assume that you're being watched very closely. That's true. Everything you do is Absolutely. a reflection Everything at that point. Absolutely. So at the end of September, you've got your owner's meeting. We should probably expect to hear news after that, not during that. It's not like <laughs> you're going to be sitting in the owner's meeting uh, posting Facebook no, Post. no, we'll, we'll do that when we get uh, back. You're going to be busy. No, Jason, maybe. <laughs> All right, maybe, maybe, because I'm on it when it comes to when it comes to fishing. In October, we're going to start uh, training camp. We should have a schedule probably sometime in October. Yes. And then is that the point where we can start um, looking at ticket sales? Like when um, are, when are we going to start seeing uh, the ability to? buy our tickets or at least buy a spot to buy our tickets to be honest realistically i would say holiday season okay oh nice more more so towards december that's a good christmas Um, gift yep stocking stuffers we're gonna have stupid amount of of deals and season ticket deals and and whatnot so we're not gonna go too much into detail but i can tell you holiday season definitely tickets will start going on sale i know it's a question we're already getting on our side i know you're (laughs) hearing it on your side so i thought we'd go ahead and address Win, win tickets. One, one thing I will say happening before then, um, Hector and I have spoken about it, uh, maybe around November, I would, just to be safe, I don't want to say October, I'll say November, Okay. we're going to have our uniform reveal. Mm. So that'll be, you know, and, and we'll have a host party. Let's and, do it up right. And, and yeah. it won't be Sounds like, like only, you know, we'll have the pictures on, mm. on Facebook and the little spot ad, but we're going to do an in-person one. Gotcha. Very yeah. nice. So we would definitely, definitely love to be there. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be Smoking open guns. to anybody. Yeah. Every, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a huge event. We'll showcase the home jerseys, away jerseys, the helmets. Oh, they're going to have home and away jerseys. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Something we didn't see in our commander's yeah. days. And um, we're going to play with some alternative jerseys too. Correct, of course. For Fiesta. Like the Chancla sort of thing? Oh, yes. mm-hmm. okay. Well, not only that, we really want to have a military appreciation. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a breast cancer awareness yep. game too, um, and a throwback with the blue and green oh, and no, silver. No, 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 no. give it up, oh, give it up, give Phillip. it up, give it up. Give it up. <laughs> throwback. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. No, no, it's a staple of football. If we have a throwback, then you have to play Hector, and I have to play. Oh God, let's do no, it. That's real. <laughs> throwback. That, really, that backfired. I really thought he was going to say, "No, I'm not going to do that." I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That'll be a few of you guys getting thrown back. Yeah. <laughs> thrown back? I might not even make it past the 50. <laughs> I'm breathing hard. Wait, there's not a 50, dude. Oh, exactly. Right. <laughs> there's a 25. 
<laughs> so, uh, and then season is in March, March, right? Yes, we kick off mid-March. And you're going to have five home games, five away games. Uh, actually, four home games, four away games, but we're trying to pu- push in a uh, preseason game. Four? Yep. Yep. Bummer. And then the championship yeah. game. Yeah. But then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got yeah, then we got playoffs. Playoffs. Don't forget the yeah. playoffs. The playoffs, yeah. the championship game. We, so we are planning to have a preseason game. We um hopefully Falcons. Uh so Yeah. Bring it. <laughs> there it is. Calling them out. The there you go. Um, the bird. <laughs> so what we already asked this we asked this question of coach when he was here, when he sat at this table. What is a successful season in your mind? Um, and that doesn't have to be a record. Like that doesn't have. If we average this many people in the stands, like what makes your first season a success in your mind? Where are you going to go, man? We did, we did something. We did something really great. I think mine would be honestly the fact to see our guys uh, get their names out there for professional teams. Okay. Yeah. Um, being in the world of football, semi-pro football, uh, it's been a very humbling experience to see a lot of young men with great talent. And uh, and due to the whatever reasons, family matter, financial mm-hmm. matters, they never had the opportunity. So with that being said, I think us being able to grant them that opportunity to be able to be seen by bigger leagues, NFL, CFL, whatever the case is, I think that will be the best for me, honestly. Okay. Just knowing that those guys came from our organization and now they have the opportunity to do what they really want to be able to provide for their families, their loved ones, and just actually put San Antonio back in the map. Gotcha. Yeah. About you, Jason? Uh, I would say the same thing. Um, Having some of our guys have an opportunity to go even higher to the next level. Um, But more importantly, again, finally giving San Antonio what they deserve, what what they've been expecting and what they've wanted for so long in a professional team, one that is going to be committed to staying for the long run, not one and done. Right. Um, But also... Or half and done. Or almost done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Putting on a quality show that, again, they're going to go home and they're going to be like, Wow, that what a game. I can't wait for next week. Oh, damn, they have an away game. I can't wait for the next home game. Right. Yeah. Let's get on the waiting list. Speaking for of that, tickets. away games, how, how are people going to keep up with that? Um. Well, I mean, we'll be streaming the games, okay. home and away. I mean, I knew cool. that, but I wanted to hear that you. They can, <laughs> <laughs> that they can, uh, <laughs> they can watch online. Um, I, wait, you said you're going to stream home games too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every every game, home and away, will be streamed okay. on on our YouTube channel. Um, our I won't say who, but our affiliate networks mm. that we're working deals with will also have cool. it on their streaming sites. Gotcha. Um, hell, if you, if you guys have a YouTube page, uh, I even encourage you guys. We do to have come, one. Come I don't know if anybody knew on. that, but I do have one <laughs> set up for us. I, I encourage you guys to come to the home and away games if you want oh, to we're travel going to with an us. away game for sure. It's yeah, a road definitely. trip. We, we are? travel. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. going. Okay. Um, it feels like really. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I know it. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I'm not learn something every day. I'm not against it. I just didn't know that. Um, so, broadcast on home games is an interesting business decision to me um, because 
what's going to stop people from just watching it on YouTube and not coming to the, the Freeman? The tailgating. Uh, Come on, people. Well, I just think uh, <laughs> either way, it gives the city, again, what they want. Gotcha. Um, having the ability to go to the game and enjoy it in person. Our goal is to sell these games out. Sure. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And people are going to want to go that aren't able to necessarily make it because we are going to sell it out. So you still have an opportunity to see the game. Granted, it's not going to be on Fox or CBS or anything like that, but the ability to, you know, even if you don't have cable at home, to just hop on YouTube on your phone, hop on your smart TV sure. or whatnot right. and catch the game. You and, know, that, that's, yeah. and you said tickets are going to be affordable. So if I'm watching a game, you know, Say I watch game one, you know, I'm average fan out there watching game one streaming and I see the electric atmosphere that we're expecting in that right. small venue and that you know very personal venue and see how much fun it is and see the, the, the quality of football that we're we know that we're going to see we're planning on, you know, what's to keep me from going if it's uh, affordable ticket prices, you know, it's, it's that much more exciting for you to be there. Absolutely. Yeah. What I can say, and I'm sure Hector will agree with me, um, I, I'm not at liberty to give the entire price structure right. based on this seat and that seat because yeah. obviously, you know, once you go on Ticketmaster, you go to the box office sure. and do that. What I can say, so you know it's affordable, so you're not out there guessing, well, what's affordable to you is not necessarily affordable mm-hmm. to me. So I can tell you ticket prices will start at $15. Oh, wow. That's nice. great. Yeah. We'll start at $15. Awesome. That's great. I could afford that and a trip on a way trip. I, I could <laughs> afford that. Maybe two games. <laughs> so as we start to wrap up, there's something that RC loves to do. She loves to just kind of rapid fire some questions at you guys um, that we get a chance to talk to. But before we do that, um, you guys talk a little bit about um, community involvement, being involved in the community. Um, RC has a heart for something along that line. I do. Um, and we are going to put something together, and we're hoping to partner with you guys. I don't know if this is a surprise. You've talked to them about this, right? I think I've mentioned it. I know we talked about it to coach. I mean, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do we it. We would love you guys to partner with us, and if you don't, you don't. Um, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> uh, but go ahead, okay. RC. Tell well, them about it's our sort, deal. It's sort of like a, a fan drive. You know, we're fans, but we're also, because of this heat, there's some people, due to the economy, they may not have a fan. Mm. So what we wanted to do is sort of have a little logo kind of thing. Um, be a fan, donate a fan, be a hero. And so we're going to be collecting new uh, fans from people. And so we were thinking about as many as we can, and then we're going to um, give them to actually the um, Catholic charities, and they're going to be in charge of passing them out. So okay. that's one of the community uh, projects that we're going to be working on. So be a fan, donate a fan, and be a hero. Absolutely. I'm yeah. all for it. Let's do it. Yeah. And uh, we were kicking around the idea of maybe doing collection um, at our uh, at the end of the month there in uh, at the uh, Combine, right outside of uh, the... I got a big parking lot, and if they won't let us do it there, there's other parking lots around the place. So, like, if, if anybody we wants to come, those. you know, come to the combine, if they could bring a fan, you know. So, when you say easy. fan, you mean like the regular box fans at box Walmart? Fan. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. An electric fan, not one of these little. No, no, <laughs> not the one that the yeah. pan. No, 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 not the spray bottle that you get from. No, no. not a ceiling <laughs> fan, nothing like that. You know what I mean? Uh, a regular box fan, like ten. Hampton Bay. Oh, we're gonna get some crazy <laughs> things. I already can see it. You know what I mean? Like I'm a fan, you know. But no, it's a box fan, and like I said, we're trying to help out the community, um, especially during this time. You know, not everyone has uh, well different financial situations, sure. and so they can't maybe be running the air all the time. 
So a box fan will help them out. Again, we're just going to be collecting them, and then we're going to be turning them over to the Catholic Charities, and they'll be in charge of passing them out to whoever is in need. So again, if you're going to be coming out to the Combine on August 30th, please bring a fan. So be a fan, donate a fan, and be a hero. And those folks in Texas, in South Texas, if you don't have air conditioning in your house, and it happens, I realize a lot of people are like, I can't imagine, but it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, a fan makes all the difference in the world. Like it's it's crazy. And you know what? I'll add, I'll add something. Come donate a fan. You'll get come meet Cam Johns, uh, Cameron Johnson, Cody, Cody Brooks. Brooks. We'll have some posters with them for them to to sign for you. Oh, very cool! So awesome. Come out. It's a great cost. Bring a fan. Be a fan. Bring a fan. Be Make a hero. Difference. Be a hero. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And get free merch. And you're a fan already of football because obviously you're coming to practice, right? right? You're coming out there. So be a fan, um, donate a fan, and be a hero. Absolutely. All right, RC. You ready? I am ready. Okay, so here goes. Let me crack my knuckles. I never crack my knuckles. Let me get them ready. All right. Okay, (laughs) so um, for you, because I know you love pizza, right? And you're from New York, and I'm sure you think New York pizza is the best. Oh, we never got is. I'm from Chicago. I think Chicago's pizza is the best. But uh, who's your, like, when you go back home, where do you go to get your pizza and what are your toppings? All right. So uh, definitely have to go back to Westchester Wait, before Square. We go, before you got to talk in your, your real. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. You have All right, to so in case accent. anybody, anybody doesn't know, I hide my New York accent. So really? they don't hear it. Oh, yes. let's hear it. I heard it. I heard it. No. Do it. Let's hear it. You have let's to do it. Now you got to. Now you got to. But I go to Westchester Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have this pizza that's like, like two two sizes of this. Plate okay, no right one here. can see that, so you have okay. to tell them. Yeah, it's like, radio. So <laughs> it's radio. <laughs> it's literally it's literally like the size of two dinner plates. And dinner plates. Yeah, and uh, no R there. Dinner. I have to get jalapenos, really sausage, um, pepperoni, and some people might find it gross, but I have to have anchovies. Oh, you that. killed wow. me on that. Anchovies, really? yes. Very it had me until the anchovies. Yeah. But, is it, but is Westchester the, Square in the South Bronx. That's that's where oh, I'm from. That's where I'm born and raised. Yeah. And uh, what brought you, you to San Antonio? Yeah, I could hear it. Could so hear it there, I, was, yeah. I was stationed here in the military, um, fell in love with the city. And yeah, I actually went back and forth between New York and here several times. Uh, okay. But uh, believe it or not, God, I hope nobody from New York is listening, but <laughs> I prefer San Antonio <laughs> over New York. <laughs> Really? really? Oh my do. gosh! Yes. There okay. is Who a million be? things more to do here uh-huh. that are more entertaining, fun, and worth your money than back home in New York. So okay, I'm already okay. saying that because you can't afford nothing. Over there. <laughs> well, that, that's true. That's true too. Because we were paying like two grand for a two bedroom apartment over there that was like the size of a basement. So well, thank yeah. you for your service. Thank you. Appreciate and how about you? What What do you like on your pizza? And from where? Oh no, I'm not a pizza person. Really? I'm oh. Not. Okay. Uh, fajitas. Ooh. You put fajitas Ooh. on your pizza? No, no. Oh, okay. I'm not a pizza person. At all? Okay, not yeah, at all. No, no. I'm, I eat it. You okay. Bring it out, of course. I'm going to eat it. But if you're letting me choose something that I'd like to eat, mm-hmm. uh, fajita any day. You go. I'll go to any restaurant. I'll order the same thing. Fajita plate. Fajita plate. Fajita plate. Chicken, steak, combination. No, just steak. Okay. Steak. Steak. All right. Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, what's your favorite or top song in your playlist? Oh, God. Right. Oh, man. Now, you guys listen to the show. These aren't surprise I questions. I know. They're, they're like <laughs> almost the same ones over and over. <laughs> the same questions you guys, everybody. I, honestly, no, no song in particular. I'd have to say 
artist wise though that's sure. on repeat definitely bad bunny all, all day, every day. Bad, yeah, bunny. bad bunny. Yeah. I have no idea what it's kind of genre that is. It's, it's a Latino trap. Reggaeton. Oh, okay. Uh, reggaeton. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican. So okay. Yeah, Latin trap, definitely. Okay. And you? Uh, no, not... not, not a, I'm, uh, <laughs> How am I? Dang, bro, what are you, stuttering? Riveting radio right now. I go, Phil, can you fix that again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have a song in mind, but uh, I'm a big country fan. Really? Okay. Uh, so, there you I go. Mean, um, my favorite artist is J- Jason Aldean. Okay. Okay. Andy, so, yeah. Okay. So, growing up, who is your favorite or your role model football player? Oh, for me, without a doubt, Ray Lewis. Okay. Uh, I played linebacker um, my whole semi pro career. That's who I looked up to. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely Ray Lewis of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, ooh, easy one. Not a Pittsburgh fan, but my idol and somebody I actually tried to play his style was uh, Troy Palomalu. Yeah. Yep. It's the hair. It is. <laughs> <laughs> like, that adds to the whole... <laughs> although... No, Troy, being only 5'10", right. he yep. played, like, bigger than that. I, I mean, amazing. Amazing talent. I miss seeing him play, but... That's why he's going to be a Hall of Fame already. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, last one. Uh, in one word, how would you describe your mom? You want to go first? Yeah. You go first. <laughs> I'll be honest. I have more than one word, but if you want to go one word, uh, passionate. Passionate? Absolutely. Loving. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Maybe I can get a chance to talk to both of your moms. We can do an interview. (laughs) So uh, I promised that we would get to this, so we can't get off the air without talking. Now, we've already touched on the fact that you are a New York Giants fan. Indeed. Yes, I am diehard. I'm sad um, (laughs) that we have this this rift between (laughs) us. Um, as a diehard cowboy fan, oh, me, I don't let me, know. Let me adjust my seat. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I want to look at you while we talk about um, this. But no, I mean, of all the teams in our division, I think the Giants are probably the one I respect the Thank most. You. Thank you. That's not saying a lot because you're talking about Philadelphia and Washington. That's right. You already said it. It's <laughs> <laughs> already no out there. Backs. No take um, But uh, so did the Giants, I, I've talked to you about this offline, so you know this is coming. Did the Giants uh, inspire this color scheme we're running with for the uh, gunslingers at all? Uh, again, no. Everything was Hector. He, he designed it, created it. This was even before. Do you see, now that we've met, now that we've talked about that, do you see how it? <laughs> no, believe it or not, we both said it literally uh, looks like the Bills. We were saying the Bills. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, the red, white, and blue. Sure. Um, and at first, he was actually like, hey, let's go with a white helmet. I'm like, no, that's. No, no yeah, no white no. helmets. <laughs> I'm not a big white helmet fan. Um, and then, Hector. Yes. We got to discuss this. <laughs> Carolina Panthers. Love them. Why? Why? Love them. Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? I'm from New York. Why, why so are you a Panther what, what is it about the Panthers? Like, what made you a Panther fan? So, back in 2001, 2002, when they went to the Super Bowl. Okay. That, that was literally the first time. Delhomme? Yes. That was the first time I ever got into football. And, uh, one, I'm a big, big, big fan of blue. Okay. And just. April, you know, the Cowboys it, have blue, too. And the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was a big fan of Steve Smith from college. I do like mm. Steve oh, yeah. Smith. So All right. 
a we lot can, of the guys. That. No. Yeah. <laughs> a lot sense, of the no. guys that came came into the Carolina Panthers, I follow college a lot, a lot more than the NFL, honestly. So, and ironically, a lot of the guys that were I was looking at fell with the Panthers. D'Angelo Williams, mm-hmm. running back, Cam Newton, and then it just it just stuck. And then I was like, you know what? Ride and die. So, but Cam Newton now he's a Patriot. You gonna become a Patriots no, fan now? No, no. <laughs> he's got Christian McCaffrey. That's that's a player. that's pretty good. I'm, I'm okay, good. That, now that guy I like. Just, yeah, no. just, lie, that's pretty good. Feel it, just like you're like with the Commanders. Commanders. Yeah, I can't talk about that because I will start bawling right now. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that I'm still sensitive to that name. The whole the whole Cam Newton thing. Uh, it's rough. Uh, Hello, look it's at rough. me, uh, Odell. Really? <laughs> you think I saw? <laughs> I was on but suicide decided, watch for like three days. He decided he wanted to go play in Cleveland. <laughs> They're going to be the surprise team. I, yeah, you're going to be down. surprised that they find another way to fail. You're right. They're going to be the surprise team. Um, it, what's great about football is that we can have these conversations. So none of the five of us sitting around this table cheer for the same team. None nope. of us. In the really? NFL. Who are you a fan Chicago, of? Chicago Bears. She's oh, a Bears fan. Right, right. She's from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Denver Broncos. He's a Denver Broncos fan for some odd reason. I McCaffrey because okay. I watched his dad play Ed yeah. McCaffrey, and that guy was a baller in his day too. So, uh, Have I ever told you my Ed McCaffrey story? No. You know what I remember <laughs> about Ed McCaffrey? I, uh, is it that he broke his leg the day before September Yes, 11th it is, because he was on... <laughs> He was on my fantasy football team, and I was driving to work that morning going, what am I going to do? I just lost a wide receiver for the season. His leg is broken, and then everything happened. That was September 11th. Yes. I was but that's what I remember about Ed McCaffrey. Ed McCaffrey fan watching that game, and I was so upset and so you know, upset because it was very obviously broken, right. and that was going to be the end of his season and in his, probably his career, and then everything that happened the next day. So this is what's great about football is that we can all gather together, the five of us, none of us cheer for the same team, um, but there's something that connects all of us. And now there's something else because we're all in on this gunslingers yes. stuff. Um, where, what, what do people need to do? Um, if they're listening and they're not sure and they're not bought in, like how do they need to start connecting? How do they need to get involved? What's what's their option? Like what do they need well, to do? What well, would I you mean, tell if them? You're to not do? if you're not convinced by now, <laughs> call me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a talk about this, right? Uh, but no, seriously. Uh, I mean, just check us out on Facebook. Okay, Facebook.com/slash two one zero sa gunslingers. Um, Everything that we have done from day one is on there. Um, our information is on there. Our office location. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you want to talk to us personally, if you have questions, uh, you know, shoot us an email. 210sagunslingers at gmail.com. Um, anything that anybody wants to know, we are very transparent. We've hidden nothing from anybody. Um, so if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please, I, I implore you to reach out to us and we'll gladly answer any question that you may have. What other ways could they support you guys? How can they get behind you guys? Um, they can go to our website, uh, San Antonio gunslingers.com. They can purchase merchandise. What kind um, of merchandise you got? We've got t-shirts uh, for now. We also have brand new fan jerseys. We're mm. doing pre-orders nice. uh, until the 15th of August. And then we'll do our, that's Saturday. Yep, so we'll do our, our big order, our bulk order mm-hmm. on that Saturday, and then you can expect about roughly four to five weeks 
after the 15th um, for them to finally come in. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason behind that, I know some people are like, wow, that's a long time. But these are not your iron-on jerseys. These are hand-stitched. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, authentic game jerseys. Pretty The same material we're going to wear in the game is the same material you're going to get. That's what nice. number is going to be on the jersey? Uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be number one, Philip. We uh -huh. know you bought the first one. Yeah, <laughs> Philip bought the first one. The so first you're one. all wearing my jersey. That's right. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Do me a but, favor, uh, make his with number zero. <laughs> that would be so awesome. We, there you go. Before you we, give uh, it to him, make that a zero. We're wondering why our sales didn't go as high. Uh, now we know. Like, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I don't wear that guy's jersey. Thanks for bottoming, bottoming out for us. Uh, but also, um, one that's uh, near and dear to our hearts is the uh, Gunslinger Military Appreciation Shirt yeah. for our veterans uh, and our active military. So if you can, please purchase one. We did have a flash sale. Uh, for anybody who's listening, we had a flash sale this past weekend. Those shirts are going out tomorrow. Ooh, All right. Exciting. Everyone who ordered, those will be going out tomorrow. So hopefully no later than the end of the week, you should be receiving all of that wonderful merchandise. And when he says tomorrow, he means yesterday because we recorded on Monday and this is coming out on <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah. Right. So, so, so they're Tuesday. leaving today. There you go. They're leaving today. <laughs> so, uh, but, but yes, there's definitely plenty of merchandise uh, to order on our website. Uh, we will be having another sale soon. Cool. Ooh. Ah, I see your face. Uh, <laughs> wait. Uh, soon. We'll, we'll be posting think, that. Since you're already leading them on, I think you should tell them what else we're going to add to it. Now. Yeah. Let's talk about other merch. Other merch. Other oh, merch. well, all right. Let's let's go there. So, <laughs> uh, no, we'll be... Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. We'll, we'll be streamlining uh, women's apparel. Ooh. Ooh. So, that's interesting. So we'll be doing... Love that means nothing to me. <laughs> that means everything to me, Philip. <laughs> we'll be doing uh, uh, V-necks and tank tops. For Ooh, nice. nice. Scorching hot weather. Oh, yeah, man. It's kind of warm. You guys have no idea how much money you're just costing me right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Dolores yeah. is in the background throwing her hands up. We're both like, yes, yes. So, yes. Uh, and then, of course, as, as we get closer to the season, um, one of the biggest concerns we understand is everybody wants hats. Yeah. And whatnot. Yes. Um, unfortunately, due to COVID, it's like tremendously put these companies behind. Right. right. A lot of these companies have furloughed employees. Mm -hmm. um, so they were on hiatus. So um, last I heard, they're starting to get their workforce back um, slowly. So once once we know something, then uh, definitely we'll put it out there on our Facebook, okay. and we'll have Good. hats for sale. But good for news. sure, we don't need to worry about flat bill hats. That's not necessary. We can just go with the regular, <laughs> good old everyday hat. I feel see. like I feel like you're attacking me because you know I like my flat bill. <laughs> God, oh there's God. always an argument about that in here. <laughs> I, I, trust me, I know because Hector likes the the trucker cowboy. I do bench. too. Sure. I yeah. do too. And I'm a like a from normal New York. Hat. No, coming from New York, you have to have the flat bill to no. the back. No. All right. Guys. I do both. I, I have the, the standard kind <laughs> of and the like flat bill. So I'll be honest Leo. with you. I mostly wear flat bills when we do our shows just to, just to get on to me. <laughs> just to give me a hard time. Thanks for letting me know. So the next time we do next this, time, I'm, yes, I'm, coming, I'm coming in with backwards on. It's all about the absolute worst thing that you can do. I'm not going to lie. Uh, this is not a bit at all is present me with a hat like philip you you do our you do our whole uh, podcast and all because i'll feel like i have to wear it you present me a flat bill hat and i'll be like i'm not wearing this oh, you're <laughs> I'm not wearing it you just dream on i'm not wearing it 
Guys, it's been a great time. Yes, uh, we need to do this again as we get closer to the season. I know you guys will be even more busy. You're busy now. You're going to be even more busy as we get closer to the season. Um, we're excited about what's going on. You guys are uh, putting together something really amazing. We're seeing something really cool um, come out of all of this. I, I'll tell you that I'm shocked with how quickly this is taking off and how big a deal it is. I think it's just a testament to San Antonio and how much we love football. And it doesn't matter if it's indoor or outdoor, although all San Antonio football lately has been indoor because we've got the dome. Yep. Um, but It's it, cooler. High school football, college football, um, although UTSA didn't have real good numbers in the stands last year. But they didn't have a real good record or team either. So Yeah. Um, we're like, yeah. <laughs> we, we were love, there, though. We covered them, so yeah, we, we interviewed them. So We went to games. We did, tailgating. Um, it, it's just a testament to what's going on. We're excited. You guys, um, it looks like you're excited. you got a lot going on. Uh, they can follow you on Facebook. We've talked about that. Yes. Um, they can follow you on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Do you remember? Just the team's name. Yeah, you can okay. just search the team's name. And then you're not on Twitter yet? No. Mm-mm. Okay, but Smoking Guns Podcast is, and so you need to go follow us on Twitter, <laughs> yep. and we'll get you all the information on Twitter if there that's you your go. thing. Um, what else? And they go to the website. Uh, you got – is that it? Is that the uh, ways they can connect with you? Um, yeah, just shoot us an email, direct message on Facebook. It's uh, pretty much it. Or shoot us an email, like I said. Okay. Um, if you've Again, if you have any questions or anything Go buy like your that. T-shirt. Go buy your uh, jersey right now. Like, go online right now and buy your jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday, by the way, is the cutoff for anybody that wants to participate at the open tryout. Okay. Oh, good Friday, okay. Friday, Friday at midnight. Okay. Um, the link to, to register and pay will be removed from the website. So after Friday, that's it. It's a wrap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. How many guys you got signed up right now? A lot. A lot. I couldn't give you an exact number, but I can tell you it's a lot. A lot of tremendous talent. Uh, that's coming out. So if, if you think that this is just going to be an easy ride because, you know. Oh, no, we've ad, already seen that. The average show is coming out. I can tell you right now you're sorely mistaken. And be ready to work out because uh, it's going to be, you know, your 40, your long jump. Be prepared to bench press 225. If you can't, uh, it's kind of too late <laughs> to yeah. start working on that. <laughs> so, uh, and then the coaches. Coach is going to be on you. He's going to expect oh, a lot. Yeah. And he's going to throw throw mm-hmm. some curveballs. So be prepared for that as well. Just come with an open mind that you're going to be there to work. All and right. practice your sit-ups because he will do sit-ups. He will. He'll yes. do them with you. Yes, he Sit-ups and push-ups. Yeah. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Hingamotham, Leo Yamas, R.C. Woods. We've been spending some time with Jason Torres and Hector Garcia of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Guys, it's been a great time. Um, we're excited about everything that's going on with the, the Gunslingers and with Smoking Guns Podcast. With all of that, Smoking Guns Podcast is brought to you by Texas Sports Licensed Massage Therapist. Alora specializes in sports massage, sports stretch, Swedish, and deep tissue massage. Texas Sports LMT has been in business eight years and won, has won nominated Best of San Antonio three years in a row. Can you guys believe that three years in a row? That's pretty awesome. It is pretty good. Um, She works alongside the San Antonio Commanders, making sure they were game day ready at all times. She has also worked and provided sports stretch to numerous players from the NFL and the NFL Combine. Sports stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size or stature. It is safe for just about anyone who is looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better on the field 
in the gym, or in everyday activities. Give Laura at the Texas Sports LMT a call to set up for an appointment today. Her phone number is 210-459-0176. It's, it's not how you train, it's how you recover. And I can tell you, I go to her at least once a month. She, act, she actually comes to me. She yeah. comes to my house. Yeah. And now even with COVID, she has her mask. I have my mask. I provide my own sheets, which is no big deal. And it's all perfectly healthy, especially for your body, especially for at this time where we're all stressed. And there's a lot of people working from home that they're not used to being in front of their computer. This is the person to call. You need to call Laura and say, I need to make an appointment. Come over sometime this week. She even works on the weekends and schedule your massage. And if you're an athlete, even better. You got the phone number again? Oh, uh, sure I do. It's 210. Let me see here. 459-0176. That's right. 210-459-0176. Smoking Guns Podcast is also brought to you by Always Green Lawns of San Antonio. In San Antonio, artificial grass lawns are incredibly popular additions for many types of commercial and residential applications. Their turf is child and pet friendly. They design top-of-the-line putting golf greens. State-of-the-art landscaping, lawn turfs for daycare centers, schools, parks, public walkways, shopping malls, apartment complexes, and also your home. Like, they'll come out and put your grass in, and you won't have to mow it, and you won't have to water it, and you won't have to do anything. It just looks good. And it looks like natural grass, yeah. And and do you know what it means when they say pet-friendly? Do you really know what that means? It means it's friendly for your pets. That's true, but it also (laughs) means, like, when they do number two, right? Uh-huh. You just pick it up, rinse it off with a little bit of water, and there's no smell. That's excellent. So you know how sometimes you go by someone's backyard, and you're like, whoa, they have dogs? I have two big dogs. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so you won't. That pet friendly also means that, yeah, they're friendly, but really, you won't have that odor. odor and so that's important. They provide a look and a feel that is superior to any other synthetic grass on the market, offering top quality at great prices right here in San Antonio and the surrounding areas. Imagine doing away with a portion of your home or commercial property maintenance budget while you conserve water, save time, protect the environment from pesticides and herbicides, and you don't have to mow anymore. Like mm-hmm. That's not going to be required. Save money, save time, help the environment with a product that pays for itself, not to mention uh, the our grass products will make your property look beautiful. This is a perfect time to call Always Green Synthetic Lawns to upgrade your lawn. It's 210-413-1034. That's 210-413. 413-1034. Always Green Lawns of San Antonio. Give them a call today. Uh, we are going to wrap things up here. We are excited to be brought to you by our patrons as well. Uh, yes. We have um, Mo and Iris yep. Ferrante. 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 I think I did pretty good. Uh, you, you, uh, yeah, you, you did better. not bad. Yeah. Uh, we've got Herman. Yes. Love Robles. Herman. Robles. You know, is it, I got to ask <laughs> the next time I see him, is it Herman or Herman? Oh, that's a good uh, call. It might be, you know. That's a good call. Uh, we also have uh, Alba. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Alba has jumped on and has joined us. We are Thank excited you. to have her um, so on. Much. And then we have our very own, the the owner, the president. I think he's president. Of, CEO? Uh, yeah, he's he's the head honcho. He's there the boss. You go. Jason Torres is also yes. um, a patron of or a patron of the Smoking Guns podcast. Yeah, because he likes what we do. You can jump on. We told you a little bit earlier in the show, patron.com, patreon.com, slash smoking guns pod, and you can be on the team with us. 
Um, that's going to wrap us up. We've had a great time talking to Jason and Hector, spending some time with them, learning how uh, the Gunslingers is going to work and how things are going to going to be going forward. We're excited about the season coming up. If you need evidence that football in San Antonio works, we have the fans. Yep. We have the food. Absolutely. We have the podcast. We have the football. We yes. have the podcast. You don't need to look any further than the smoking guns. Bang, bang. Whew.